feel good this morning. Come on, how many of you feel good this morning? Wow, I feel good. Amen, amen, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's give the band, the singers, and all of them another big hand this morning. Praise God for bringing us, for bringing us worship this morning. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. David was excited when they talked about going to the house of the Lord and, um, and worshiping. Praise the Lord. Let's bow our heads in prayer this morning. I am going to attempt, and I say attempt, I need your prayers. Um, I never uh, come to the pulpit without at least 11, 12, 13, 14 pages of notes. Um, and I do that because I think you should study and seek God for when you prepare. And uh, God woke me up this morning at 5 o'clock in the morning and started dropping some scriptures and things down into my spirit. And uh, so I can tell you I've got uh, three or four scriptures, and I am walking by faith this morning. <laughs> so I ask you to pray for me. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you this morning. Father, I ask you, Lord, I rely totally upon you this morning. God, as you woke me up and changed my whole direction, Father, for a body of believers that you love, God. You care for everyone sitting in this building this morning. No matter their circumstance, no matter what they may be fighting right now, God, maybe there might be sin in their life. And Lord, they're struggling like right now. Like every one of us has. Lord, I'm asking you, Lord, for them to feel comfortable in your presence. Not comfortable with their sin, but comfortable in your presence this morning, God. And I'm asking you, God, to lead us through the next few minutes, Lord. I ask you to hide me behind the cross. And I give you the word that I feel like, God, that they, God, deserve this morning through your voice. Father, I thank you this morning. In Jesus' name, we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I want to speak just for a few minutes on, as the Lord woke me up at early this morning, on there's two different types of people. Look at your neighbor and say there's two different types of people. Before I, before I go into that, how many of you seen the news last night? of everything that was happening in, uh, before I go further, I meant to do this before we prayed, but um, the news that everything that was happening over in Charlottesville yesterday and all the things that were going on, I mean, we had a guy to run into a group of people and kill another person, and I mean, it was just, it's just crazy over there, and Tina spoke a little bit about that, and I was thinking, um, I was thinking yesterday as I seen that on the news on my phone, that, you know, that could have happened in Stanton. I mean, we're not but about 25 or 30 minutes away from where that, where that happened. Uh, church, we need a move of God. We need a move of God in our country. We need a move of God in our White House. We need a move of God in our church house. We need a move of God in our own houses. Amen. Come on. We need a move of God in the White House all the way to our house, all the way to the church house. 
because the coming of the Lord is near. And the Bible says when you see these things happening, you Christians, the Bible says, you that are on fire for God, you that love the Lord and that are ready to go, lift up your head for redemption draweth nigh. How many of you ready to go to heaven this morning? Amen. I could preach all for that. How many, how many if God came today, if Jesus Christ split those eastern clouds, you are ready to go home? You welcome him, Brother Wayne. You welcome Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wouldn't this be a great day for the Lord to come by? How many ready to eat at the marriage supper of the Lamb? Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord another hand. Amen. Praise the Lord. If I was going to title this few minutes of talk, I would entitle it two different types of people. Two different types of people. I shared a little bit Wednesday night on what has happened, what has happened in our last couple of services. Um, the service last Sunday uh, and the service the Sunday before. Both services, um, there was a word given to the church. Uh, one of the words were, uh, the Lord spoke and said, I see people coming in, sitting on these pews. They're here, but they're not here. They're here, but they're really not here. They're not worshiping me. They're not glorifying me. They're not, they're not honoring me. They're not going after me. Uh, they're they just come into church just to say I'm coming to church, but they're not coming to be fed. They're not coming to be, or they're not coming to worship. And how many know that you have to your own self get into the church service yourself and put forth an effort to move forward uh, in worship for the Lord? The following Sunday, we had a lady here from a, another church. Actually, it was my presbyter, his church, and never seen the lady, her and her husband before. And the Holy Spirit moved in our church and. She gave a word uh, to the church, and I'll, I'll read what she wrote down for me. It said, Church, I have seen and I have heard your prayers and praise and worship and your love for me. It is a sweet perfume to me. You will receive in days ahead my favor and blessings beyond measure, which connects to Joshua chapter 1 and verse 3. Eight. The Bible says, if you meditate upon the word of God and do all the statues and the word of God says, saith the Lord, I will bless you. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 28, and it talks about the blessings of the Lord. How many of you want to be blessed this morning? At the very end part of Deuteronomy, the Bible talks about the, the curses. We know that we're in the Old Testament, but how many of you know it's revealed in the New Testament that God will bless you? When you obey him and listen to his commandments. So this week I was, can I just talk to you from my heart this morning? Just from my heart. I felt like that's what the Lord wanted me to do uh, uh, this morning. Uh, as I was going through um, last, last week, I said, Lord, I said, there are two different messages to do two different, two different messages at the same church. I said, one, it was a message of correction. And the other was a message of praise that I've seen the worship go up out of this church and I'm watching the people and see the people that worship and then the next message was a different whole different type of message Lord as I shared a little bit Wednesday night God is not an oxymoron God amen 
It, what God says, he'll do. God doesn't speak one thing and do something else. God doesn't do one thing and speak something else. For what God says, God will deliver. Amen? So we had two different messages given to this local body of local people that gather together every Sunday to worship. And I asked the Lord, I said, God, why are these two different messages? What, what, is, what are you trying to say? Put up on my screen, if you will, Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, as we march through this. Matthew 6, verse 24. And no one can serve. Let's read it together. And no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot, say with me, you cannot serve both God and money. Why did God say money? How many of you like money? Oh, oh come on. How many of you like money? Now, the rest of you, let's try this for the third time because I know you like money. Right, come on. <laughs> Wayne Barley said, I like money. Come on. Every, I mean, all of you that think he might like money, you like it just as much or more. We all like money. The, the Word of God teaches more on money. And you can go through this Word over and over again and you can find a lot, a lot about money. Because why? We all like money. Stuff. We all like stuff. And he says, no one can serve two masters. For either you will hate the one and you're going to love the other one or you will devote, be devoted to one and despise the other, you cannot serve both God and what? Money or possessions or things. Or you can't be more in love with your family than you are God. You can't be more in love with other things than you are God. You've got to be totally in love with God. The Bible says, love the Lord thy God. Say it with me. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, and your what? And your mind. Meaning he wants your total dedication to him. Two different types of people. Ones that are serving God and going after God. And another type the Bible calls lukewarm. In the book of Revelations. He said, I, in the book of Revelations, you once, you once was hot, but now you are cold. You once were on fire for me. Now your fire is kindled down. You once had oil in your what? Lamps. The Bible says that five were Wise and five was foolish, for there was ten virgins. How many? There were ten. But the Bible says they all ten went out. 
I know, this doesn't, this doesn't settle sometimes real good, but they all, ten, went out. And as they went out, all ten went to meet the bridegroom. All ten says, I'm going to meet Jesus. All of us in here have an intention to meet Jesus. We all here have an intention to see the master. We all have an intention to see the to, to walk with Christ and live for Christ. But the Bible says five were wise. And five were foolish. For the ones that were foolish did not thank the bridegroom and did not know when the bridegroom was going to return. How many of you have been in church two years? You, just two years. How many of you have been in church five years? How many of you have been in church 15 years? All right, let me bump it on. i got a few elderly here, okay? How many of you have been in here for church 25 years? How many of you have been in church for 30 years, 35 years, 40 years, like me? You've been in church ever since you've been about a year old. How many of you have heard Jesus Christ is coming back very soon? How many of you have heard that? I quote that a lot from the pool because I believe he's coming back very soon. How many of you believe that? How many of you believe this? He's coming back very soon. So we've heard that all of our life, sister. We've heard that all of our life, and because he hasn't come back yet, year after year after year comes back, and Christ hasn't returned, if we're not careful, we do not keep oil in our lamps. We do not keep on fire for God. We are not seeking the power and seeking the presence of the Holy Spirit. We're not reading our Bibles. We may not be praying. We may not be fasting. We may not be going after God because we think He hasn't returned yet. Why do I think He'll return tomorrow? The Bible says five were wise and five were foolish. For the ones that were wise said, I've got oil for my lamp. How many of you got oil for your lamp this morning? Come on. How many of you got oil for your lamp this morning? How many of you, and you don't have to raise your hands, you've been seeking God, you've been praying, you've been fasting, you've been reading your Bible, and you've got oil in your lamp. You've got the Holy Spirit burning on the inside of you this morning. Two different types of people. Two different types of people. A type of people that had oil for their lamps. And a type of people that did not have oil for their lamps. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 32. Throw that up on the screen for me. And let's read it all together. And all the nations will be gathered together before him. And he will separate the who? The people. One from what? Another. As a shepherd separates the sheep from what? the goats. Let's read that again. And all the nations, he's saying all the nations will be gathered together before him and he, Christ, will separate the people one from what? Another. Look at your neighbor and say two different types of people. One from another as a shepherd separates 
the sheep from the what? The goats. Two different types of people. And Christ said at the end, I'm going to separate them. Can I say to you this morning, the Bible tells me that in the last days, at the rapture of the church, that one, two will be in the bed. One will be taken, and one will be left. Do you remember that song? How many of you here are old enough to remember that song back in the late 70s, I think, in early 80s? I wish we had all been ready. Do you, do you remember that song? I wish we had all been ready. I wish we all would have been ready. Two different types of people. Two will be laying in the bed. A wife will be taken. And the husband left. Two will be in the bed. The husband will be taken. And the wife left. Or the wife left and the husband be taken. Or mom and dad in the bed and the children in the other room will be taken. And mom and dad left. I wish we would have all been ready. I wish we would have all been ready. Grandma and Granddaddy goes. And they go to knock on the door and they can't find Grandma and Granddaddy. Because Grandma and Daddy, Granddaddy's gone. The kids are wondering. Grandma and Granddaddy is gone. The rapture of the church. I wish we would have all been ready. Two different types of of people in the local church. Now, talking about the world, Christ is talking to the local church. I wish you would have all been ready. Give me the scripture in Revelation chapter 20, verse 11 through 15. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne. And the books were open, and another book was open which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead that were they up in the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. 
The lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was not written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Let's read verse 15. And anyone whose name, say name, was not found written. Let's say it again. Was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. Two different types of people. Ones that were ready and the ones that were not ready. The ones that were on fire for God and loved God and had a passion for God. Had a passion to witness and had a passion to work for God. And had a passion to go after God. Their names were written in the Lamb's book of life. But the Bible tells me there were two different types of people, church. And on that day, the judge will open the book. The angel will open that book. And I ask you this morning, in this church house, two different types of people. People that are taking notice this morning. Yes, Pastor, I want to be, see my name written in the book of life. Other types of people. I've heard this message before. I've heard this message before, Pastor, and nothing happened when I walked out the door. I heard this message before, Pastor, and nothing happened the next year. I heard this message before, and a year and a year and a year went by, and nothing happens. But the voice of the Spirit woke me up as your shepherd at 5 o'clock this morning to tell you the coming of the Lord is near. It's not coming out of my mind. It's coming out of my spirit this morning. The coming of the Lord is near, and the cry goes out. The cry is going out. I wish you all had been ready. I wish you all. That is the cry of the Spirit. That is the cry of the Holy Spirit. That is His cry going out. Be ready. Be ready. The bridegroom is coming. Do you have oil in your lambs? It's not a cry of condemnation. It's a cry that he loves you so much. He cares about you so much. It was the same cry that you heard when you come and give your life to Christ. That Jesus Christ loved you so much. That tugging and that tugging and that tugging on your life. The Bible said there will be two. One will be taken, and the other one be left. Then he said there's going to be a white throne judgment. and They will be judged. Two different types of people in the local church. I can promise you this. There will not be a church in the Shenandoah Valley that will be empty after the rapture of the church. You won't have to worry about calling a prayer meeting 
for there will be a prayer meeting. You won't have to worry about churches being packed, getting on their face before God, trying to call out to God. Then. But brothers and sisters, it's going to be too late. If you think you can't make it now, I warn you and tell you under the voice of the Spirit, you don't even want to think about going through the tribulation period. The song says, I wish we had all been ready. Two different voices of the Spirit has spoken to our church over the last couple Sundays. The first voice, as I mentioned before, we, we got to be very careful where we judge who God uses. Remember what Christ spoke to Peter? He told Peter, Peter, don't you call unclean what I have spoken that's clean. Two different voices at Calvary Assembly rings out, I believe, to every church, Sister Nancy, in America. I wish you had all been ready. Ones that are come to church just to be coming. And those that come to worship me, the voice spoke to that group and said, Church, I have seen and heard your prayers and praise and worship, and your love for me is a sweet perfume to me. You will receive, look at your neighbor and say, you will receive favor and blessings beyond all measure. Oh, praise God. How does that sound to you? You will receive blessings and favor beyond all measure. I know this wasn't very long this morning, but I have gave you exactly what I feel like the Holy Spirit asked me to give you this morning. I'm going to add no more to it. I want us to stand this morning with every head bowed and every eye closed this morning. I had to slip out, so if you'll give me just a little worship music this morning. Very low, every head bowed and every eye closed this morning. Father, thank you for you love every one of us the same this morning. Father, I am asking for the convicting power of the Holy Spirit to speak to each one of our hearts this morning. Number one, is it cares of life? Is it money? What is it that stands, might be standing in our way this morning of totally surrendering our dreams, our plans, our life to you? What that, whatever that is could keep us, I believe, from the rapture of the church. And I'm asking you, 
to deal with us this morning. Maybe we're here this morning and we're just lukewarm. We are just playing games with God. And we think that we'll make it. That we're, we're educated enough, we are smart enough, we've conned enough that we can, we can make it. And we're going to win at the game of life without totally surrendering our life to Him. Maybe we're here and we've been battling with a sin in our life that we've been just, we've just been petting, pampering, and not dealing with that sin in our life. Maybe it's an attitude that we won't surrender. Maybe it's a marriage that we're manipulating and we're, we are, we got to always have our own way and uh, we've got this spirit about us that it's me. Maybe it's someone we need to forgive and we have been putting it off and putting it off and the more we put it off, the more we are becoming colder in the Lord. Maybe we've made other things our God. Maybe you're a musician here and I am under the voice of the Spirit this morning. I speak to my family. I speak to anybody here this morning. Maybe you're a musician. Have you made music your idol? Maybe you're a man here. Have you made sports your idol this morning? Or is God, God and God alone to you? If these things would be taken from your life, could you say, I could serve God no matter where I'm at. I could serve Him. If you're home, if you're... If your vehicles, if your things were taken away from you this morning, could you still fall like Job and say, I love the Lord thy God with all my heart, all my soul, and with all my mind? Under the operation of the Spirit this morning, I'm going to open these altars up. Now, when a sermon is preached like this, the choice is made to you. Will you walk to the altar or will you not? Will you surrender or will you not? And the New Testament talks about the prophet. The, the, the God tells the prophet, prophet, if you don't warn them, a judgment, their blood will be all over your hands. But if you warn them, they're totally responsible. I ask you this morning if you will respond to the voice of the Spirit, every one of us this morning, in your own way, to the altar this morning. Two different groups of people. I wish we would have all been ready. I want to open these altars up this morning for the next few minutes. We raise the worship music up just a little bit this morning. If you felt like God is dealing with you at all this morning, I want to encourage you to walk to this altar this morning.
For the Bible tells us we don't know the day or the hour of his return, or we don't know the next minute or the next hour in our own life what may happen. But out of the love of the Spirit, he is opening these altars this morning, beckoning you and asking you, if there's anything I've said this morning, the Holy Spirit has taken it, the tug on your heart, I ask you to respond to the altar call this morning for the next few minutes. some of my deacons up here to pray with some of our men this morning. Praise the Lord. Some of the ladies, if you would help me. Spirit. 